Jam D9 there on the tracks. Local artist. Had a recent podcast with the gentleman. Talked about it before. Go check that out. Uh, man. Check out the drip. Jesus is king. Your boy's been reading the Bible. If you can't see the drip, it's because you're listening on Spotify and iTunes, but you can catch the show on Patreon visually. Uh, most, most of the previous podcasts are being uploaded there exclusively. And on YouTube, only the last 24 hours. Uh, podcast will be listed so i gotta go clean that up and you'll also find spitball news with steve and david new show every sunday uh line lining up the news articles so if you're here to for the news you can find it on sunday but i do have news regarding my specialty autism but before that let's get to the drip what is it uh it says jesus is king and i was reading the bible and it said something to jesus like you're the king of the jews and i thought about that phrase like wow king of the jews what a title to bestow upon the man and uh it's interesting how the shirt says jesus is king but i was thinking in the bible when i read it it says jesus is king of the jews i thought about that i'm like is that anti-semitic i I fucking closed the book i'm like no it's the bible and i opened it back up i read it again i said you're the king of the Jews, Jesus. I'm paraphrasing here. This must have been Matthew or John. Something in the beginning. 
So I was just thinking about it. like new drip idea. Okay. Uh, Jesus is king of the Jews. I think that might be controversial, but I, or is that Christian? Is that hyper Christian? Is that, what is the, I haven't even looked it up because I just read that last night. So been, been on my mind. And then I, people call it synchronicities and, uh, synchronicities. I was just on a podcast. Shout out to the flip side. They don't have a YouTube, but they do have a Spotify and iTunes. It's spelled F L Y P side S I D E podcast. Go give that a listen. They've had Nick Hinton on a few other guests. Uh, Gabby, she's chan- she's a channeler and she talks to aliens. So that was a fun podcast to listen to. And, uh, you know, fl- flip side podcast has some good guests and I was honored to be a guest on there. And when I was a guest on the podcast before, I was like, what the hell am I even going to talk about? I guess how dinosaurs aren't real, but, uh, you're going to have to see how I said it though. So go check that out. Uh, shout out to the flip side podcast. The host is Alex. Um, don't know if I can pronounce her last name. So, uh, but there you go. Go shout out to those two D nine Alex, and then the Bible, because I read it. Uh, so what else do I got going on? Jesus Christ, I forget that I start this podcast, and uh, I got to talk about stuff. Um, fuck. <laughs> Look at my notes. I do have notes today, just because I had thoughts. I had thoughts. I was John Q. Public today. Fuck. I really uh, spaced out there. Sorry, guys. I forgot I was doing a podcast. So John Q. Public was out was out in public today doing what I think I encourage everybody to do, which is leave their house. I think people should know, like, the lockdown's over. I still was at the bookstore. Someone double-masked in front of me, okay? And I thought about that. And, like, when you see the two M90s just hugging the face, like the guy, the, the guy from the alien, the alien, he's not a guy, he's the alien. He was just, and you just look at this person. And like, first of all, you guessed it, high body mass index. A lot of these people, they got to look. They got to look, man. You know, if you wear a mask, God bless you. Freedom of choice, man. Freedom of choice. Wear your mask, but I don't make sense. I'm just glad I don't have to stand six feet away, you know. Maybe I could stand five, four, three. But six is a good number, I guess. So, yeah, that was interesting. And uh, you ever seen someone try to dress to lose a job? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about, public kid? Well, out in public. Went to an establishment. And let's just say this individual had a choker. Like, in, in no sense and form is this a BDMS store. In fact, this place is kind of like a bookstore. It's just uh, thrift. It's one of these just stores. Okay, and this person's wearing a, a dog collar, but it's got the spikes on it. Okay, there. This gets into the peakness. Oh fuck! I forgot to introduce the show. Sound effect. <laughs> Nobody likes those. I've been told. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to the peakness, everybody. You're like, what's the peakness? Uh, the peakness is the time and century we are currently in, right? So, what are some signs of the times? Yeah, I'm going to introduce everybody to the signs of the times. What is peakness? What is peaking? So, it's akin to autism. Anyone can peak, right? Uh, you. I think it's possible. Everybody can peak, but autistic people peak more. Like, what is peak? Peak is a verb where maybe they're overstimulated, right? And they have to self-regulate. And sometimes, you know, you see it in autistic kids. They flap. Sometimes people jump around. And I was at a store today as well, a toy store. And they had a guy who was peaking. And he was running up and down the aisles. Stimulating. Uh, Because if you are severely disabled, this guy was more than autistic. uh, But he, I mean, just imagine all of that stuff and you can't have any of it. 
You're just fucking supposed to just stay there. Like, I didn't, uh, what was going on? I, I don't know. Some, I didn't really understand. Some of them were cleaning, but I didn't ask questions. I just watched them run up and down the aisles. Uh, but so I was like, this is the Peakness, right? Welcome. Welcome to the Peakness, folks. Uh, people just peeking out in public, people peeking out online. They just, they're overstimulated. And sometimes people do it in a lot of ways. Right, they, they handle the overstimulation in so many ways. It's infinite, right? So uh, the peakness is the time and century we're in where guys, gals, friends and family, um, I got news, and I've talked about it before. I don't, I don't really want to cite the article, but the article says, maybe I do have it here. Well, I do. Gosh darn it. Wouldn't you know it? Boy did his homework, okay? Uh, so like I said, I'm not doing news articles uh, anything else pretty much besides autism right now. So check out news with me and Stephen David every Sunday. Uh, but this, my friends, I'm, I'm chronicling the peak news right now. So the time and century we're in. So I'm starting with this article. Sign of the times. Let me, jeez, man, window capture. Sorry, folks. If you're listening, uh, here we go. Transfer, transfer, turn on, transfer. Advocates, advocates, excuse me, mouth skin dry. Advocates discuss autism rates tripling since 2000. All right, so I've been, I've been talking about this. Autism rates going up. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. There's a couple of reasons people explain. Oh, we're getting better at diagnosing. Spectrum's gotten wider. We're far more intelligent. We've progressed. We can see and find and track and trace these individuals. We can label them. And I got news. I don't put, I can pull up the article. It's an interesting article where right now they got a, and I've already talked about like it's, what do I, what articles do I rehash? Uh, but they can diagnose maybe you with autism as early as one month old. What? Hair follicle samples. I've talked about that. But next article, sorry for, uh, this one, I'm going to save this one for the last. Sign of the Times. What's another sign of the Times, folks? The Super Bowl. Okay, what's up with the Super Bowl? Scholars contest close. Ad, sorry. Uh, Eagles commit to autism sensory rooms at Super Bowl 2023. Okay. Why is that? Because they're going to have a lot of people peeking. They got rooms. They got, they got rooms built for now at the Super Bowl. Where they're like, yo, you know autism's like three in a hundred? You know how many fans are coming to this fucking game? We gotta have rooms for when they start peeking out. Their teams are gonna be wrong. There's too much going on. Imagine all the stimulation. So I can already imagine these rooms are gonna be calm. Lots of stupid fucking lights. Not stupid, they're cool if you're autistic. And I like them, but once you've seen them once, you've seen them twice. Uh... Let's check this out. You can get a little peek. How about this? Oh, oh, Lego wall. Come do Legos. Here, here. <laughs> Play with this. Uh, these just look like, you know what they look like? Playrooms for normal children. Like you would just at, probably should have. And it's funny. They don't have family rooms at the Super Bowl. Like for kids and mothers and families for the kids but you bring an autistic kid to the super bowl they'll fucking make a room for you <laughs> you you know what here's your own room bud but if you want to let us know you want the tv on you want the tv off on okay not this all right we don't have anything else uh <laughs> tv's a bad idea they probably don't have one in there to be honest uh but maybe they do it's a quiet space. What else? Oh, we got more photos here. If you're just listening live, uh, I'll tell you what they have. Quiet spaces. Uh, stuffed animals, which are comforting. Advertisement, fortunately. Autistic kid. That's, the, that's who, who, who it's for. That's the gentleman who gets to use it. 
Uh, Max Hirschman, he he gets to use it, I guess. I'm not going to read the article, but sign of the times. Okay, another sign of the time. Crooks still bike of Atlanta man living with autism. And now, <laughs> this is a new term. Sorry, nobody can see this, but uh, it the new term I've noticed coming up with these things. It's like living with. Okay, that they're creating these new. It's double speak. It's like friendly fire, and the and the military when when when. <laughs> When our, when our government kills its own people, like, oh, that's just friendly fired. It was friends. They got fired upon. And, uh, yeah, there's accidents sometimes, but then there's friendly fire. And uh, who knows? But living with man who has, you know, he's living with it. Dude, I'm living with things. How many, what? Living with <laughs> Like autism is a housemate you could get rid of. You're living with it. You're living with autism. What? What if you want autism to move out? Right? Like I'm living with autism. I don't want to live with autism. That doesn't. You know what I mean? Like living with it. I don't get the new phrasing, but it's taking over. Um, another sign of the times. Welcome to the peakness, folks. Uh, Legoland, and I've been chronicling. Legos and autism, uh, but welcome to Legoland, becoming autism certified. So I don't know what autism certified is, but more theme parks across the nation are implementing staff training and taking additional steps to make visits easier for people with autism and other disabilities. Folks, sign of the times. Welcome to the peakness, okay? It doesn't matter if you have family and three kids or like if you have one autistic kid, they, they'll help you out. And this is how the world's going to be. Right. And, you know, God bless the world for helping the people who need it. But it's just it's just weird how in our world there's only more and more of these people. Right. You would imagine a first world country, whether people like that term or not, you would imagine they'd be reducing. Right? Like. Oh, they're tackling the challenges that present people with disabilities. But, uh, you know, it's autism's tripled since 2000. What the fuck? Uh, let's not get carried away with cancer, heart disease, blah, blah, blah. Like, like what's going on, folks? And, you know, here, what they really want to help, though, is people with disabilities. I'm all for it. I think we need more places for autistic people because, yeah, peaking is going to just... It's just going to take over. You're going to have autism places and grocery stores. Like people are just going to have to drop their kid off in a room with like maybe God knows what. But like my if my kid's just prone to freaking out. <laughs> freaking out's the wrong term. Peeking out is what I mean. They peek out. Sometimes people can't handle the peaks. Peaks are tough to overcome, right? And uh, they got all kinds of new terms, autistic burnout. Like, if you're autistic, you get this whole new dictionary. Like, you don't get depression. You get autistic burnout, man. I just got burnout, dude. Fucking burnout, man. That's what that shit is, autistic burnout. It's like, oh, I think that's melancholy, depression, dis-ease. I don't know, man, what's going on. But uh, everybody gets all these rooms. They get all these new languages. There's just more and more of these people, which is fine. I'm not saying I'm not trying to be inclusive. God welcomes everybody. So do I. I'm here to help help them too. God knows that. Uh, I'll help. I'll, I love helping people. So, but it's just interesting to me that nobody's really asking why. Like, what? Why, why are all these autism rates going up? And then, the real pin to the peakness is this and. I know after this, this might get controversial. Uh, and in no way am I trying to be disrespectful. Uh, but this article does present to me a, a sign of the times. So I don't want to hold my breath. I've been nervous to share this. It's like, fuck, dude. Am I going to get labeled transphobic? But I'm not trying to be transphobic, folks. I'm not. I'm just talking, I'm, I'm autistic, I'm dealing with autism here, and this article comes up, so, what is it, like, what's going on, 
transgender and non-binary people are up to six times more likely to have autism. Oh. What? Six times? So now you 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 just you just take this off base fact. Then you say, what are the numbers of autistic people, right? And then you just it's already three three times what it was. Hey, we're gonna triple it up. All right, we're gonna three percent of the the nation's autistic. How about six maybe? How about six? Um, but if, if they're six times more likely to have autism, what does that mean for the people who I think are taking advantage through propaganda, heavy doses of propaganda? And I've, I've shared some of this propaganda, like the, the Down syndrome drag queens, all five of them. What are the odds of that? I don't know. Like so you add up all these odds. It seems to me not an agenda, but something nefarious, something that sits unwell with me. If autistic like I just imagine autistic people are already at a dis- disadvantage and you have a lot of perhaps propaganda that might target people. That's the way I'm looking at it now. I had no clue that transgender people were six times more likely to be autistic. Because you never really think, I never have at least thought, like I never, like, trans and autistic. But now the two, I like, the two go, uh, the two go together. So I think the peakness is, folks, they don't people don't understand this the rates are going through the roof okay and i forgot something my co-host i'll be right back so if you, if you can't see that it's jesus my co-host, he's always, he's always there. So, uh, welcome to the show. Sorry about that brief intermission. And it's only been 20 minutes of autism. I might cut it off there. But my whole sentiment is this. I've been drawing towards this art for a lot of podcasts. For a lot of podcasts. Is that a fucking sentence? For a lot of podcasts. Jesus Christ. But here's my point. I think what I'm trying to point everybody towards is the idea, right? That these things that are happening are only going to increase. And if you don't think that, like, then why? And so I think there's one way to decrease these things, right? The, the time, the, I'm trying to fight against the peakness. I don't want the peakness to happen. I, I don't like this. So like, what can you do? What's some defense mechanisms? <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's nothing you can do. Uh, I think you just got to live through it. So, um, fuck, man. It's just what it is. I think we're just going to see these things increase unless the propaganda changes. I think ultimately what it is is the propaganda. And I, I talked about this on a previous episode, which was Reparate Me, I think, the last one, right? So the the whole movement and the of like all these things that are rising, uh, I think I'll go hand in hand because I shared that in that article. It's like I want to make everything queer. It's like whoa, the whole show is about trying to be queer. What does that do to an autistic kid? Where like every scene they're saying they're like, why are boys kissing boys? I'm like. Oh. <laughs> It's like, I think if everybody's becoming autistic, there should be a new rewriting of rules, right? And if autistic people are highly impressionable at a young age to the propaganda they receive, uh, 
And then you see simultaneously where they're trying to influx the propaganda of like all, and I've talked about this, the inversion where like adults are doing kid things and kids are trying to do adult things like drag and choose their gender and sexuality. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Adults at Disneyland with no kids sitting at the fucking star Wars bar, getting a drink and making a TikTok video. Like what the fuck? Get out of here. You're a psychopath. Or no, you're autistic. That's the reality. These numbers are so high. They're so fucking high, man. And it's not a bad... I don't... Is it a bad thing? I don't know. But I think it's... I just don't understand it. I really don't understand how... Is it, is it socially engineered? Is this just a... De- default product of like what happens when there's enough aluminum and all these things in your water and your food and and whatever things you may take into your body like is that like hair products or whatever you know who knows how you may take these things in but why are all these people and it's true like they have these articles where like at a one month old they're finding your hair follicle and saying you're (laughs) you might be autistic so and if these rates go up and these individuals just kind of, and here's my, people talk about NPCs, like the rise of the peakness is really what worries me. These highly impressionable individuals who are like raised by screens. I think they're going to be the biggest problem makers I've ever faced. Because <laughs> you have real people who in 20 years are going to have to fucking vote against a generation who's maybe only 10, maybe only 10 years away. Just entirely raised on screens propaganda force fed autism rate so high vote from home never leave their house where you know just imagine the hellhole we're building it's the peakness dude people people wearing dog collars with spikes at their neck and god bless them wear the hell whatever you want that's why i'm wearing what i want you wear what you want but when you when you when you're at work i think that's such a baller move it's like yeah if i work somewhere i'd fucking flex right next to you wearing this shit and be nice as fuck, by the way. Just like Christ would. And that's that's people's choice. It's, it's so fascinating how, how the world's changing. And I did meet... A, I think that person I'm talking about was transgender, right? And when you don't... When you already know that you can't call him a he, hey, or she, they, or a she, her... Like, when you already know these things, like, I I almost don't even want to, like, I have to, because you're a wage slave. And I, nothing against wage slaves, we're all wage slaves, folks. Nobody's not a wage slave in America. The whole goal in America is to be, like I've said, the story's gladiator, you have to own yourself, obtain your own freedom. Freedom's an illusion, ownership's the goal, right? Uh... Because the government owns your kids at six years old. School's compulsory. So, like, uh, you even got to take your ownership of your kids back, which is fascinating uh, in our government. Uh, so, like, it's inex- it's inescapable of how we're all, con- like, nobody's, I think, can you really have to lift yourself out of it as an adult. That's the goal. I think childhood is a labyrinth, right? I think that's why that story is usually told to children because once they come out of that labyrinth, that minotaur at the end, right, their adulthood, I even forgot what I was talking about, but I'm just saying, uh, once they come out of that, that minotaur and they defeat that, they're an adult. Or if they lose, right, their life kind of ends. You ever seen somebody life ended at 19 or 20? You can already tell, like, oh, it's over for you folks or folk, singular folk. But uh, I think that's what these stories are. And so I think there's now in our life for our children and for other people's kids, there's so many more minotaurs in this fucking imaginary labyrinth that our kids are going through where different things are eating them up like and changing them into this and changing them into that. And once they come out into adulthood, they're different people. That's kind of what I think the, the, the myth is. But some people think it's an actual place. And it could be both. And I don't even know what the myth actually means. Just my own thoughts. I don't even believe that, maybe. So, I totally forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Uh, 
halfway through the podcast. Introduction song was D9. So I think I already talked about that. What else am I going to talk about now? Uh, oh, of course. You know, uh, homeless people. <laughs> There's more of them. Even in Utah. And I, I wonder about this problem. Because this this is a sign of the times too, the peakness. Where I think everywhere you go where you go, you're gonna see homeless people now. And I think these homeless people, if you did the data, a lot of them have mental health issues. How many of them are autistic? But so you have trans rates going up, you have homeless rates going up, you have like the whole problem in in itself seems to be kind of one problem. And there's one, I, I really don't understand, like, I think we're a sick society. And people say the fall of the West or uh, what's going, like, oh, the future's bright. The future's bright if a lot of Americans want to be caretakers. <laughs> because people won't want to be, won't want to have robots to, to take care of their autistic child who, you know, is getting free money in the government to maybe make, like, play their uh, to, to live in an apartment and make YouTube videos and they have their job for how many hours a day can they work? 12. They can't, they can't work enough to where 24, maybe No, maybe it's 12. They can only work 12 hours a week. They get some, some lined up deal, right? And they have a caretaker <laughs> or two. Sometimes they have a shift maybe, and there's going to be a lot more of these people, of uh, direct support professionals. That's the reality, right? There's going to be a lot more direct support professionals who take care of these autistic people who kind of, you know, Cartman in that South Park episode. That's basically what it's going to be like because they're obese. And they're going to be obese because when they were young, the primary reinforcement that was used upon them was food to get them to do things, to avoid the peak. A lot of people give their children food. So that's one sign of autism as well. It's like obesity. I hate to say, and then articles say diabetes also associated with autism. Like, well, I can tell you why. As somebody who's an idiot and who knows nothing. It's because all these autistic kids, when they were young, they were given food to do things. <laughs> Anything. They're like, God damn it. Will you go to bed if I give you a candy bar? Oh, fuck. It's just, it's unimaginable. And it's hard to imagine how people, parents, and deal with these things. And I've dealt with these things personally of dealing with severely autistic people. So I understand the difficulties of it. But my point is, I think these rates are increasing. Um, and it's fascinating to see articles where people are finding out at 30 and 40 and 50 years old they're autistic. So what does that also mean for government resources, Right. So do they now get more resources? Are we going to just start to solve this problem, start giving the, the government more money to give these, these autistic people more money and give disabled people more money? And when they're high-functioning and are still capable of taking care of themselves, sometimes I'm like, what's going on? Is this the peakness? Is this where, like, it's time to cash in on a disability? And it used to, that, like the old movies where people would get hurt and they try to get insurance or the the shows where they'd catch those people who did that. Whatever the fuck that was. But now they I don't think people really uh what's it called? They need to fake it. The government's just making it. They're like, you are you never knew it. You're thirty, forty years old, you're autistic. I'm like, what? I never knew. And then I think that changes people, by the way. And I'm adverse to actually labeling people at a young age, if you can help it, right? I almost believe in no labels. Uh, and, and I truly do believe that. I think maybe the only label is a name. And then like, and you say, like, ah, oh, like all things you tell a child, smart, brave, courageous, strong, whatever you might tell them, uh, you say those things too, but I don't think you label them um, uh, like in a like autistic. <laughs> like, like it, imagine like a kindergarten. You you might just be different, but you just get labeled this thing 
Okay? And you just believe. And then it ingrains in you. Right? It ingrains in you. You just... You, ne- you might have just had an off day. <laughs> or, you, or a bad week or a bad month. Who knows what might have happened in your life. You were just being a little, little off. Who knows? This happens. And you... These kids build these stories their whole life of like having a disability. Maybe they're in second grade. They find out like, oh, I'm autistic. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are, but we're over-diagnosing. And people say we're getting better at diagnosing. Well, maybe are you like over-labeling people as well? And I my, like one of the theories I've said before is like that the goal is, I think, long-term to get as many people on – disability as possible to then therefore when all these new background checks pass for weapons and guns the goal is to limit as many people's rights as possible just by default so if they can have you labeled with a disability as young as like six seven eight you're done for brother and maybe that's good too but if you're an adult and you're like what the fuck my parents we're like idiots and they just listen to the school psychologist like I'm a normal person. I'm not autistic. I'm just, I like uh, making wands, something like that. Who knows? So that's, my, you know, that's the thing. The peakness is, is going to occur and I think the main goal in the system long term is it's unavoidable, right, that mental health and mental issues are only going up Right, and I think the the big past three years was also designed to test new products on a new generation in ten years. I have another thing I sometimes I talk about, but there's more and more articles talking about uh, people not going to school, and mental health, depressed, the the two years, the lost friendships, the lost youth. Whatever people lost, a lot of people lost a lot of things in those two years besides young people, like adults lost businesses, blah, 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 blah. But when they become adults in 10 years, what's going to happen is like psychedelic mushrooms, psychedelic uh, ketamine's already becoming legal. Uh, They're going to have more and more of these psychedelic drugs and they have a whole new generation to test them on. And I think that that's been also one of the main goals is long-term longitudinal study. You needed a traumatized generation with, from a real thing. And then you need them like kind of hip, new, like new to this stuff, you know, and doing some shrooms with a the therapist. Talking about your problems from 2021 and 2020, maybe 22. So that's kind of what I think happens. I think that I think long term, you're gonna the next six years, you're gonna see a lot more psychedelics, baby. And I can't wait. Honestly, I'm gonna line it up. Say, talk. Say, I want to talk to Christ. Uh, <laughs> What are you? What, what are you here for? I was like, I just want to imagine that. Like, I don't, I don't know how they'll do it therapy wise, but I'd be. It's like, what would you go in for? If you just wanted to just do it, like, and you're like, I don't know, man. Like, because people make stories up for back pain, for like, uh, not back pain, but uh, yeah, back pain, restless legs. What else is it? Uh, insomnia, stuff like that for marijuana. What about? When people start making stuff up about psychedelics, they're like, yo, (laughs) they might be good, right? They just ran out of their own supply. Maybe they microdosed and they're like, fuck, dude, I got to go to the therapist to do my, like, they become addicted. I, I know people say psychedelics aren't addictive, but I think they might become addictive with the way people now do them. Like, because if you do microdose, like, what is that, an addiction? You know what I mean? Like, ah, I just do it for, I just do it every day. I'm like, all right, cool. It's not an addiction. It makes me smarter. That's great. I mean, it's like a vitamin. 
if you do vitamins, you're not addicted, right? Maybe you are. But uh, fuck, man. I can't wait till second. I'll, I'll, like, I'll be thinking over there, like, what do I want to talk about? And I wonder how they'll do it, like, once they give you mushrooms. Like, can you do it on your own? Like, can you sign a paper? Like, the ther- do, do you need a therapist? Like, no, I got this. Sign, I'll do it myself. <laughs> how many grams? Uh, you look down the list, you pick the highest number. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, that's how I think I would do it. But then you, maybe they're like, oh, you actually have to do it one time with a therapist. That'd be so crazy. Just so people, just so they, whatever the protocols are, know you're you're a safe person. You're like, fuck. So you, you get high with a therapist. That'd be crazy. You're, you're forced to talk about things you never thought you'd talk about. But you're, you're high. The government brought you there. <laughs> you start... You start spilling the beans. I'm not saying the therapist works for the government, but that's what she's there for. I'm not saying the conversation's recorded, but it'd be one of the best ways. Like, oh, you you can do it on your own, but we got to have you. Look, sit around. Take take the first dose. Sit back. I'm a therapist. Tell me tell me where you're getting your supply. No, we'll get to that later. Tell me about your, your day. And then they break it down. They they get all this information, and people are just comfortable. They got it's almost like an autistic center, but for hippies. So they got like cool lava lamps. They got shag rugs. They got one of those nice seventies chairs. All right. The therapist. There's two therapists there, and they interchange because they work for the government. Right, and then depending on who you, they got three. They got a trans and non-binary. They got four or five. They got, they got eight therapists at this place that works for the government, where you can get shrooms, and depending on your gender, you can pick your own therapist. That's one way they'll solve it, AI. So, that's what's gonna happen, and I'm gonna be caught in that. I'm gonna be one of these people who goes in there like, oh fuck, my first time doing shrooms, and I gotta talk to a therapist. God. What am I going to talk about? And all of a sudden, I'm just tripping. 20 minutes, I'm crying. <laughs> like, you have 40 more minutes. You just got to stay here. And then after that, you're free to go. Keep talking. <laughs> oh, fuck. But they're like, oh, if, you, if you don't feel comfortable, go look at the rug. Feel the rug. But keep talking about where you were getting your supply. We need to know who these... Cr- I mean, who these other... They're, you call them shamans? Yeah, we need to find these shamans. They're not legal. And then others are going to see a crackdown on all these fucking interniers. All these shamans traveling across the state saying, I'm doing ayahuasca. I got these. I'm a shaman. You want to come do shrooms with me? I've never met these people, but I imagine they exist. I've heard on people's podcasts there's these retreats. In California. Like, fuck that. No thanks. <laughs> Come on down to California. We're going to do a retreat in the middle of the desert. I brought my drum. This is Shania. She's Reiki Hiller. This is Flower. She's just here. And that's how it is. I think, and, and they got tents. That's how I imagine that. Oh, I'd go. Never. <laughs> that's so funny. These people go to retreats. And then what they want is enlightenment. I think that's a good purpose. It's like, what, what are these people after? They want, they want enlightenment. I'm all for that. I'm all for the enlightenment. They need it. They should have it. And I think those drum circles and those drugs, I call them drug circles. They say drum, but you just really put the R in there, and that's really what it is. It's a drug circle. Uh, But sometimes not. But a lot of times I think it is. Never been in a drum or drug circle, by the way. Uh, Pentagons, I, I prefer those shapes. Circles are... For me, never been able to draw a circle perfectly. It's so difficult. It's one of the most difficult things. 
But, uh, yeah, other than that, what am I going to talk about? Just impressed uh, with the world today, right? I did the peakness for 45 minutes. Not bad. It's whatever. I was nervous about the transphobic thing. I think I got past that. I'm, I'm calmed down. I, I was nervous. I was like, oh, man, is this going to be what brings brings me heat? I'm not trying to be transphobic. I'm just... I never saw that connection before. And I never really thought of trans people as autistic. I thought of them as trans. So when you think about the LGBTQ, A, is A for autism? Like LGBTQA? But like, you got to put the autism, I think there's going to be a new flag where the autism people get their, their color. And someone yeah how's that gonna work i wonder i haven't stayed up to date it's probably already done and are is autism in the lgbtq a i sorry i gotta google this is autism in the lgbtq plus an autism research that individuals with autism may be more likely to identify they're not maybe guess what I just Googled that. Uh, this is insane to me. What I just Googled, oh, I, Microsoft binged it. Fuck. I binged it. But uh, I binged, I hate that that language, right? I think that's Microsoft being demonic. I binged it. Ugh. I hate it. What the fuck? Uh, no, it, yeah. Whatever. I, I don't know what else I'll say. But it says this. LGBTQ and autism research on autism and sexual identity suggests that individuals with autism may be more likely to identify as LGBTQ+. Well, now we know after today, it's maybe is six times more likely. So... Six times more likely. And that's from an NPR. I trust them a little bit. Uh, fascinating. So then when you think about trans people, they have a disability, an intellectual disability. People, it's, it's hard to phrase these things. Living with, They're living with autism. They don't have it or they don't have it. They're living with it. How do you say this? And they're trans. It's a, it's a complicated thing here now in our society. And we're, we're restructuring, restructuring this entire society for a percentage that in 2001, in 2000 was 1% to now 3%. And in reality, when you start adding it up, all these undiagnosed trans people, like they, they'll take the label trans before the autistic, right? So like, I'm not autistic, I'm trans. Like you're misidentifying me. So they're kind of maybe slipping the label. They avoid the term autistic. They, they prefer the term trans. So I, I've been thinking about how, is that a way maybe some people have, it's, they, like is it an what is it I don't know fuck I don't know but you see some of these individuals and I think the way they are are prime individuals for indoctrinating with any skill set you might need highly repetitive tasks right these people were made for public school but the public school wasn't made for them unfortunately <laughs> If the public school was entirely special education, these students would thrive. Uh, but then our regular students would be left to be idiots. And that's kind of what's going on, I think, around in society. It's just like we're accommodating all these things for... Uh, and, I, and I think we should have all these things, in some sense, accommodations. But at some, at some sense, when does it become egregious? Like where, I think in Australia, I think taxpayer dollars go for individuals with disabilities to have sex with prostitutes. Now, 
morally, you think about that and you say, all right, you know what? You should maybe allow that tax. But if you are against the act of paying a prostitute for sex, there should be a box in your tax form where you say, I don't say, like, because it's a, in America it would be against your belief. I don't know what Australia is. But, but mate, if, if you could just check that off right there, you'd be just fine. Okay? You'd be, you'd be you, hey, you'd be great. So the problem is, though, I don't think you get that option. I think once these things start rolling out, they probably already have it in France too, where now your tax dollars go for the peak. Sorry, that was, that was a peak audio. Fuck, sorry. Sorry about that. Ugh. My bad. So society starts restructuring itself and accommodating for all these newly increasing numbers of individuals with disabilities, also known as autistic. And the rates are going up and people's no, like nobody's really saying like, maybe we should limit this, but instead the propaganda is celebrated. It's kind of the same thing with uh, uh, high, people with a high body mass index, in other words, obese, or what do you say? What would you say? Yeah, obese. I don't want to say the term fat. I think that's a pejorative. Uh, forgot what I was talking about. Just didn't want to be rude. So, uh, fuck. Can't believe I forgot it. Doesn't really matter. Uh, Ten minutes left. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I, I Sometimes I forget what I'm talking about. It's because I'm juggling a few thoughts. You know what I mean? I look at the clock. I think about where I'm at. And then, you know, I forget. And there's it's not a big deal. Never is. Some people care. I don't give a fuck. So, what else am I going to talk about to forget what I'm talking about? Dude, just peak me. Yeah, it's, uh, I was talking about the peak, but welcome to it. So, that's my whole point. Society's being built for that. And the numbers are only going up. And my my end point was this. Nobody seems concerned with stopping this. In fact, it's only being celebrated. Like, we need more of this. Why? Yo, homie, maybe we should kind of limit the buildings and solve the problem of why it's happening. If you can solve it at one month, let's figure out what's causing it. And let's not just pretend everybody's autistic. Right? No, something's happening to humans. And nobody wants to be honest about that. And is it the screens? Is it the food? Is it the, you know, all the things we're doing with our life, whatever those might be? Yeah, it's probably all of these things, for sure. But humans are transforming, they're changing. And this is like, uh, to me, the same thing. I'm the same story. It's like uh, when. So this is an analogy. This story in fat people, sorry I said it, people with a high body mass index, how they're both celebrated and they're only encouraging it on some end. Um, then you have, what the fuck was it? <laughs> oh God, I forgot what I was talking about again. Trying to juggle two analogies at once. Who am I? Just goofing. Welcome to the podcast, the Provocate Podcast. Uh, sometimes I get too serious. You know what I mean? Way too serious. But I'm just trying to have a good time. Uh, don't know why I'm trying to get serious about these subjects. But welcome to Peakness. I think I made that point. And I don't think it's going to end. It's only going to be encouraged. And just watch out. Like, just look for the sign of the times. Okay, sign of the times. Uh, what does that mean? It's, I think it's it's unfortunate, right? That how how serious this is. It's not really trying to be curbed. I'm not saying autistic people are bad or if you have autism, it's it's a negative. But I think the rates and not like people have this fuzzy picture. This is my big angst against autism. Is they have this weird like uh, what's that show with uh, 
that fucking guy. I don't even know his name. Everybody thinks he's smart. He lives in a, an apartment. What the fuck is that show? Can't even remember it. Sheldon's his name. Anyways, they start normalizing autism with this person and other people on TV where the autism is, right? But in reality, that is what autism has and is becoming. And the autism that I think America doesn't see is like severely autistic people. And there's this kind of weird pass off where you have severely autistic people, right? Here's the, people want to know what the spectrum is. You want to know how far the spectrum is and how bullshit this is? This is my beef with autism. The spectrum goes from someone who's severely autistic who needs 24-hour intervention, care, resources, help, life assistance, whatever terms you want. They need that. And then you have Elon Musk. So that's that's the spectrum, okay? Uh, and I don't agree with it. To me, that doesn't make sense. But that is the reality we live in where you, when people tell you your kid's autistic, you're like, well, we'll go for Elon Musk, huh? And now they have these other adults coming out later in life as autistic to become new role models, right? For young children who are autistic. So they, like, so for parents as well, right? Because parents need hope when they find out at a young age their child's autistic. And they don't realize these young, quirky individuals who are diagnosed at a late age. Hey, if they never knew they were autistic, they never knew. But... These kids and these parents know, and that's why there's all this new propaganda coming out and the normalizing of autism later in life and autistic people succeeding and autistic people at the high end of the spectrum because at the low end of the spectrum, nobody talks about that, which is a great disservice to autism and the severity of it, right? Like the individual I saw today peeking, running down the toy store, that person's really not uh, going to be able to have... I think a a really functioning conversation to some extent with most people in the public or in his life just to, to that extent. It's unfortunate, right? So I think it's fucked up that people have this weird view of autism. I did a full hour on the peakness. Dude, I am the... I just can't stop talking about it. You know, this is going on Patreon. Can't put this on on Spotify. Just a whole hour about the peak. But when you realize it, like, Jesus, I did it again, you know? Autism, another hour. Who am I? Can I talk about anything else? No. It's fucking like a creative block, but it's a creative fountain. I get, like it's just you. You let me run on the topic of autism, dude. I'm my my thirst is quenched for the day. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I have to talk about it. I don't know why, uh, but it's just something I'm seeing. I have to talk about World War Three, but you know everybody knows that's coming. I've made my point there. Uh, but what I really noticed today when I was John Q. Public out in the public that the peakness was all around me, okay? It was when I was driving, people on their phones, driving terrible, like, quit peeking on your, literally, on your phone, peeking on your phone, and in life, fucking drive, dude. And I'm patient, and here's my rule of thumb, I'm never in a rush, so what do I do? I don't even honk sometimes. I'll let them miss the light. And I'll let other people honk too, but... Fuck it, dude. You ain't paying attention. Neither am I. Neither am I. I ain't honking because I'm Christ-like today, dude. Enjoy the rest. I'm taking a break. I'm listening to classical music. And sometimes when I listen, I only listen to classical music when I drive. And some of it fucking sucks. 
I don't even know how it gets on the radio. Okay? There is some classical music. Look, the time of day you play that, never. Okay? You never play the classical music that they played today. Or it might have been yesterday. It was today. But man, was it bad. I was, I was thinking, play some Waltz of the Flowers by Tchaikovsky. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you playing this melancholy fucking February heartbreaking or whatever? Like, eh, like these slow violin concertos. Like, I'm over it. Next. But the thing is, I don't play any other station. I only listen to classical music. Um, this is just the way I am. So, but yeah, I've, dude, a lot of it sucks. And there's, there's only a select group of artists I actually enjoy, but I've found a lot of more artists I, I really enjoy. And holy shit, Hans Zimmer, he's, he's got notes in, in places you never, you're like, whoa, you were here on that? Like back in 96? Never knew, kid. Hans Zimmer was working hard. But uh, that's the Provo Kid Podcast. Made it to an hour. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The peakness is over for me. And I think this is the arc also, the final chapter of what I'm trying to say is that our society is changing. These things are increasing. And I think I'm closing the book on this. And I might just bring up autism later, occasionally. But this one was for me because I think I figured it out. It's not a secret. I figured out we're in the peakness. Okay. And I just thought I'd share that. And everybody should be aware of it. So that's the podcast. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, maybe I'll put it on Spotify and iTunes. It's on Patreon for sure. And on YouTube probably for the next 24 hours. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Um, what are we going to end on for, for the tunes? Uh, you know what I'm going to end on? An easy play for me, dude. Uh, and I think everybody should, should maybe give this band a listen and follow. Where are they in this song? You already know my soul's not for sale, brothers and sisters. Hollow Hill. It's my fault.